0: It's more of a commitment to just nurturing this relationship with yourself because once you make the decision to start running, I hope that you fall in love with it. And it maybe doesn't feel the greatest all the time, but that's part of the wholeness of of the experience. And it can be really beautiful and very transformative.
1: everyone. Emily Abadi here. You are listening to another day of conversation over here on Run Week on Hurdle. For today's episode, I am chatting it up with Jess King. She's a longtime friend of mine. She's also a Peloton instructor on both the bike and more recently, the tread. And her and I are discussing her best tips to start and stay running. This episode is idyllic for people that may have been out of the game for little while, maybe you're brand new to the sport, maybe you're returning to the sport, but regardless, it is full of the tips and tricks that you need to lace up, enjoy the process, and really put yourself out there and develop a relationship with the sport of run. Jess talks to us about how she got involved with running, how it's been a joy for her to start teaching on the tread at Peloton and what that experience has taught her. And then we also cover all the things from the beauty of audio guided runs and playlists and podcasts to motivate you on your way to the importance of both the right gear and having an understanding that yes, at first this could be hard, but you are capable of hard things. Plus just so, so much more. A huge thanks to Jess for her time today. I loved catching up with you and I'm really loving this week of content on the show. If you too feel the same way, and I hope that you do, please, please, pretty please head on over in to Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show, give it five stars and make sure to share these episodes with a friend or two. A total sidebar, thanks to everyone who sent me such sweet, sweet messages yesterday on my birthday. I can't tell you how appreciative I am, how lucky I feel to have this community and how excited I am for my next lap around the sun. Make sure you're following Hurdle over on social media. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I'm over at Emily Abadi. And if you're not subscribed yet to the weekly Hurdle, I would love, love, love the opportunity to land in your inbox every Friday morning. The link to do that is in the show notes. With that, let's get to hurdling. Today, I am sitting down with Jess King. She is a Peloton instructor on both the bike and the tread. How are you doing, my friend? I'm feeling amazing today.
0: It was my birthday weekend, so I feel so full of love. We had a very good time celebrating um, after not being able to get together as friends for so long. Like, finally... It felt so good. And I just did a 30 minute rent run. So I don't know if you like me are obsessed with the soundtrack
1: to the Broadway musical rent.
0: I can't think of a better way to start the day than
1: than Seasons of Love. What about you? I love Seasons of Love. I don't know if we're in the loop on this, but you and I share the same birthday week. Oh, no way. That's right. So happy birthday to you too. <laughs> Look at us also celebrating. In-
0: Gemini's. Now I remember.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jess and I, uh, Jess and I, actually go way back. I've never done this with another instructor. Back to that Twenty Third Street Peloton studio. How long have you and Sophia been together?
0: Well, Sophia and I have been together for about six and a half years, and I've been at Peloton for seven. And so, yeah
1: yeah. so then, about six and a half years ago, I went up to Jess after taking her class tons of times. and I asked her if she wanted to hang out sometime. And so, at first, I believe we grabbed like smoothies after class one day. And then there was this other lovely time when we went and got margaritas
0: <laughs> yeah, tacos and margaritas. And, um that was a good night. That was a great night. i'm I'm ashamed to say that we have not hung out really since then hello um but yeah you know I get a bad rap sometimes for being like intimidating and I'm like yo if you just like walk up to me I'm like hey do you want to hang out I'll probably say yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) she said yes to me so uh hot tip hot tip go up to Jess (laughs) after the hang she will probably say yes
0: yeah I'm an opportunist I love connecting with people and um I mean back back when Peloton first started, every everyone was new, everything was interesting. And I mean, I just I just wanted to be a part of all of it. So yeah, that meant getting to know you. And here we are six, six and a half years later.
1: Yeah. What are we talking about? Let's talk. Oh my God. Yes. Let's talk. Let's talk. So today Jess and I are gonna be rapping about how to really get started with running, Mm. how to get over the hurdle of what can be such an intimidating process, right? I think you and I can both agree that when we both started on our individual running journeys, there were a lot of things that were a little scary. So why don't we kick things off today by you talking to me a little bit about that. Talk to me about how you got started on your journey with running.
0: Okay. So I have two, two narratives attached to running That were the precursor to my now current relationship to running. One is that my mom used to make me get up at like 5 a.m. before school and go run with her. And this is when I was like 14. I'd probably put on like birth control weight or something, you know? And she was like, you know, you've got to get up and run. And I remember after like two weeks, I was like, I'm moving in with dad. I'm out. I'm over it. This is torture at this amount. So I never I never loved it for that reason because it was like felt like torture. And then my second relationship to running would be like when my life just got just became like too much for me to handle. You know, full transparency, I first moved to New York and I was with the wrong dude and it it was it, it became very dark, it became very Uh, abusive. And I, more than being any sort of victim in that setting, it was more that I was just ignoring my instinct. I was ignoring my truth and I was really um, swirling. And so I remember I was like, okay, I'm just going to go run. And I would just, you know, when you're like, haven't run in so long, And you run like six, 10 miles the first day. You're like, I feel amazing. You're just like flying. And then you legit can't walk for like a a good week and a half. That was my relationship to running. So it was out of, out of punishment and out of like panic and anxiety and stress and pain. So it was really, it was a radical thing for me to reclaim it and, to decide that I wanted to develop a healthy relationship to, to running and all the potential that lives inside of it.
1: It's so true. It's so true. It's it's a special moment when you decide to put yourself out there and develop a legitimate relationship with running instead of just listening to that little voice in your head that may say, you can't do this, you're not a runner, so on, so forth. I also, uh, I love you saying, you know how you just go out there one day and you lace up and you run like six or 10 miles. Some people listening to this are like, oh my goodness, I cannot even imagine going out and running one mile on a whim. Nevertheless, six to 10. I could have just made that up. I could
0: have just made that up
1: to be fair. (laughs) To be fair. But I do think it's important to point out that you are a classically trained dancer. So you had a serious base of activity and movement well before you decided to get up, get out, lace up, et cetera.
0: Yes. Yes. I cannot deny the fact that I've been an athlete my whole life. I was a competitive gymnast up till I was 12. And I was also a competitive dancer. And, and at the age of 12, I chose to really focus on dance. And yeah, I I, I would say that dance is just like any other sport. It requires discipline, training, athleticism, strength, flexibility, endurance, all the things that make, make you an athlete. However, that two-year period where I was in this really toxic relationship, I was not dancing. I was not working out. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't, I was not doing any of the things that I just, def- I, that, that, that are me, right? Not choosing to do anything for myself as this myself that I had always known myself to be. So, no, that included not moving. I didn't work out for two years. Of course, there's, there is inherent strength built in from years of, of a movement practice. And look, I might've exaggerated six, 10 months. It probably (laughs) felt like it. I was probably lucky to be getting like three.
1: Okay. So. Okay. Okay. We've established (laughs) the basics here, but what I'm hearing really is for you running started out as a way for you to deal with all of this hard stuff to deal with the difficult situation that you were in revolving around this tough relationship. And Becoming a Peloton Tread instructor for you was completely out of your comfort zone and also you kind of coming back into your own power with the run and learning how to celebrate it for the good things that it could give you instead of escaping the bad, right? Yeah, totally. You totally nailed that. You know, I
0: am somebody who, pun intended, runs towards growth opportunities and not, I I, I don't. I tried to do the math. I was like, "Have I done ten thousand hours on the bike yet? Am I like an expert?" And I don't think I'm even there yet. But it was that I had been at the company for five years at this point, and I'm like, "I'm hungry for something new. I want to be a beginner again. I love that feeling because when I started Peloton, that's what it was for me. Everything was new. So I was bringing my experience and wisdom to the table, of course, but still." Learning the technique of cycling was new. Learning to teach to cameras was new. Learning to create relationships and build a community was new. Um, I mean, literally every variable, every component about it was new and interesting to me. And not that I had stagnated or plateaued. It's just that I wanted more. And um, I, I had a dream that I was teaching a tread class and it felt so real and so right. And I went the next day and I said, Hey, Robin, I had this dream I was teaching on tread and I really think I want to do it. What do you think? And she was like, yeah, I think, I think you'd be great at that. I'm like, cool. No rush. I'll be right back. And I knew that this was not going to happen overnight. Got certified. And, you know, in that running certification, you learn how to progress a program, you learn how to scale a runner. And the one thing that I had, I did not have was time on my feet. And I just needed to be in the practice of running have time on my feet and simultaneously adapt my training program so that I was doing I was strength training to be able to run smarter and stronger. And I said, okay, well, who is the smartest trainer that I know? Andy Spear. And he and I, you know, w- yeah, we had been on the same team, but because we had been in two different studios, never had really like a chance, like connect, you know, as friends, um, beyond just like what's up. And I called him out of the blue. I was like, Hey, will you train me for the intention of getting me ready to run on the tread? And he was like, hell yeah, let's do it. So, um, I worked, you know, he and I worked together for about a year. Yeah. We'd trained sprints, um, you, you know, we'd work on form. Then I started, but, but it wasn't until after that year that I started to actually integrate onto the tread and then, you know, rehearse classes, get feedback, learn how to build programs, la blah blah. A lot of the same, it's, it's, a, being a Peloton, there is a unique way of creating what we do. There's a lot that goes on behind getting a class out there. And while running was new, that was already so much for me to be thinking about the entire time that I was running. Everything else was the same, right? Me communicating, having fun, having a good time, listening to good music, talking to our members. I had five years of practice there. You know, six years at this point. And and it was also fun to be in addition to the dread team, where you had like amazing runners like bex gentry you have like marathon geniuses like matt Wilbur. you know what i mean like i'm stepping onto a team that are like the best of the best you know yeah there is a little bit of like what am i doing here like you know do i even belong like oh you belong my max speed on the tread is like an eight and i'm like flying you know what i mean and like you hear that bex runs her marathons at like a 10-3 at the equivalent of that. And I'm like, I don't, I'm going to go sit down. Like, you know, actually, no, I'm not going to sit down. I'm going to get up and start running and I'm just going to try and get faster. And the only way to do that is to go faster. So it was new and it was interesting. And I loved the journey of it in my body as well, because, you know, for the first six months, it was just trying to get everything from my knee down to adapt And I mean, I was just sore endlessly in my shins, in my calves, in my feet. And I still sometimes I'm like, if I take too much time off, I end up like whimpering away um, the next day. But it's a journey. It's an evolution. And like, I will say, I'm just a part of the journey now where my butt has gotten bigger from like running sprints. And I'm going to tell you, ladies and
1: gents and non-binary and everything in between, it's worth it. (laughs) It is worth it. It is worth it. And that is something that a lot of people don't talk a lot is that running sprints and doing that kind of interval training is the same effect as doing a heavy leg day. It's a total leg workout, aka all the booty gains. Okay. Okay. So now that we know a little bit more about your journey with running, why don't we kickstart by talking to this listener, a newer runner who may just be looking for your best practice tips for those initial lace-ups. Where do they even start? First of all, just start. It's not tomorrow. It's
0: not whenever. It's like, if you have the urge to run, if a thought hits you run, obviously we're busy, but like find it, find, just find it. And just say, I'm going to do it for 10 minutes today. I'm just going to just see if I can run for 10 minutes, but it's on the tread. If you have access to a tread, which, you know, yay, yay. But walk, run is a great place to start. A little bit of walking, a little bit of running, a little bit of walking, a little bit of running. Just so that you build a relationship with, again, time on your feet. That's what it is, right? It's time on your feet. Then the technique comes. Then the endurance comes. Then the power comes in the distance. I am more of a sprint runner. Like my sprints probably are not fast. But I prefer to go fast for a short amount of time than to go slower for a long amount of time. But as a beginner, you know, I think a lot of times people think that it's going to be enjoyable. Like it's just going to click. And then one day it's going to be great. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe for outliers. I don't know. I will say the one thing that, that, that calls me to run as our community. The one thing that call, another thing that calls me into running is the chance to, to run as a team, to run together. And look, at the end of the day, it's on my calendar. It's part of my job. I show up and I do it. It requires that many things to get me to run. And and once I'm there, I'm in joy. Once I'm done, it's a joyful thing. But but get out of the, the mindset that this is going to just come easy or naturally or that you're going to feel great. Now nah, I think running is the hardest thing that I do. Out of all the things that I do, I think running is definitely the most challenging.
1: Taking a break from today's episode to give some love to my sponsor at Tracksmith. Tracksmith is a Boston-based performance running brand dedicated to the community, style, and culture of running. Putting on my Tracksmith gear makes me feel sleek. It makes me feel fast and fit. And that may sound a little silly, but even the science shows that when you feel good, you perform better. On top of just feeling good about my year, I feel really amped about this partnership because it's unlike anyone that I've done before. The company is offering to donate 5% of every purchase using the code hurdle, back to Girls on the Run to help drive change. You'll also get free shipping on your order as well. Now, y'all know that one of my mottos, one of the phrases that I live my life by is do good. And this partnership just couldn't be more of a perfect fit for me. now why I chose Girls on the Run, I really love what they are all about. Running helped me so much come into my own, find independence, become confident at such a critical time in my life. And I can only imagine what it would have been like to learn some of these lessons a little bit earlier on. Girls on the Run is all about integrating movement as a tool to strengthen a sense of confidence in young girls while fostering care and compassion for self and others. And that is my jam. Be sure to check out Tracksmith's new summer collection featuring styles for training and racing in hot weather. My go-to's at the moment, the Alston bra, the Twilight crop top. Trust me, you will never go back. And don't sleep on crew socks. The right socks will dramatically better your run. Do some good today. Head on over to tracksmith.com slash hurdle and use code hurdle at checkout to get free shipping and support girls on the run. Again, that is tracksmith.com slash hurdle. Use code hurdle today to get free shipping and support girls on the run. I hear so many things from all the goodness that you just shared. First and foremost, just start. Oftentimes, that is the most difficult part. And then next, most importantly, perhaps, is that it's not going to be easy. Period. End. Done. You have to accept that getting uncomfortable and putting yourself out there and going for that first run, it will be challenging. But with time, that challenge is going to bring you great reward. And of course, I do also want to make sure I throw in this caveat to the mix that if you do feel physical pain when you're going for your first few runs, then certainly, certainly reach out to a uh, physical therapist or someone like an expert that can perhaps look at your form just like what Jess did while working with Andy Spear.
0: Yeah, I think one of the big takeaways in my you know getting into running and the discomfort of it was learning okay not all hurt is harmful and learning to distinguish what is an injury what is overuse what is what is begging to take a break or because it's like too fatigued and my form is you know getting trashed or whatever and what is just my mental discomfort what is what is not even the sweet spot, but like that threshold place, like maybe I'm just there, mm-hmm. you know? So learning to distinguish what is pain and injury versus what is just discomfort and where, where growth is. And that is, again, a learned experience you develop over time. And yet yeah, I also had PT. I go to my PT every week and he puts me back together.
1: Shout out to Adam. (laughs) Shout out to Adam. (laughs) Shout out to Adam. So something else that you highlighted here that is so important for you, so helpful for you and can be super helpful for others is the concept of community, whether that is a community like the Peloton community or perhaps a local run club, a local run group, a friend, a family member. Finding someone else to share the miles with to talk about what you're going through from the get-go can be the biggest game changer, period, End of story.
0: Community has built in accountability, and that's ultimately what we're looking for, right? Is that there's somebody who's like, I'm waiting for you. Meet me here. We're going to do this and get it done. And I'm going to be with you along the way. Some of the coolest communities I've had the the pleasure of meeting are some of the running clubs in New York. Yo, you want to meet cool people? Join a running club in New York. <laughs> the, the most beautiful, beautiful, dopest individuals down to earth. And yeah. And then of course the Peloton community is just so, so powerful. The relationships extend beyond being in class, right? So like people have tags and groups that they ride with and they meet and they swarm things and they set up their 5Ks and their this and their that. And I mean, it is just it is astounding to see how our community has just embraced our content and us as instructors, and ultimately, they're feeling the impact on their bodies and in their lives. And it's working. It's working. It's working.
1: It's working. Yeah. And something else that you highlighted before that I think is the utmost mm. critical thing that we can cover right now is the importance and benefit of embracing the walk run. There is no point in your running journey where you are above this. Tactic. Let me be honest with you. I, I think about a year ago, maybe I was dealing with some hip pain, struggling through some nasty injury stuff. And when I finally got to the place where I was ready to pick back up with the run, even though I have been a quote unquote runner for 13 years now, I did so with the walk run for at least, I don't know, about a month long period. That tactic, putting your pride aside, and embracing that this can be good for you. That is so, so important. Runners can walk, period, (laughs) end of story. Yeah, totally. And
0: look, it sounds like the person we're speaking to that we're, we're trying to encourage to get moving, to start going, is just looking to have some fun, right? Like, look, if you want to run a marathon out the gate, you can do that. But like, it feels like ultimately the reminder is that this is supposed to be fun. So never mind the miles, never mind the speed. Celebrate the fact that you got laced up, that you got moving, put on the best music. And that's why, you know, that's why I do what I do, because I wouldn't run if I didn't have somebody like me being like, let's go. <laughs> right? So I mean, you know, I, I mean, I can't say it enough. Download the app, run with us, run with us. If you wanna have some fun, if you wanna listen to good music run with me. If you want to learn all the techniques to running marathon race, pep prep, we even have beginner run program. Oh, it's so fun. Um, you can run and we literally scale you through intervals, starting with of course the walk run hello. And then, or jogging and then you develop the run. So, you know, I, I wouldn't do it alone. I don't do it alone. Um, It requires good music. It requires a a reason, you know, a reason to show up. My reason is the community. My reason is also selfish, right? I love to be in training at all times. I'm all constantly training, whether it's to be a better runner, to, you know, improve whatever I'm doing in the gym, whether it's like my squat, my pull-ups or whatever that is, but like have a reason to get moving, something that excites you. Mm -hmm. you know, and then make it fun. Like I show up and maybe I'm too much for some people because I'm like, no, we are not going to suffer today. We are going to make the most fun out of this. I promise you can do it. I'm going to be with you the whole time. And that's just how it is, you know? So I've heard a lot of stories and testimonials from individuals who also were terrified of running and then they got started and it was the walk run. And now, you know, they're running a a 3k they're doing it they're pushing or 5k and they're they're breaking prs and they're meeting other people along the way like it's just the coolest thing to be a part of and yeah while i had all of that on the bike this this was cool because it was the first time that i had to be pretty vulnerable and say hey i've never I didn't, I've
1: never done this before.
0: I'm, I might not be very good at this, but let's see what happens, yeah. you know?
1: I love that. I love that. And I, something you touched on here is super important. Audio guided runs can be a huge, huge, huge helping hand for someone that knows that they want to run, but doesn't really know how to format it or break it up. It can be that extra motivation, someone in your ear to get your foot out the door. And of course, if an audio guided run may not be your cup of tea, but you love to listen to a certain playlist, a certain kind of music, a certain podcast, like whatever it is that motivates you to be your best you, go for it. Just like dive into that head first to supplement whatever it is that you're going after. So aside from that, what other tip would you give to the person? Okay, they're up, they're out the door, they've started running. What's the next thing that you tell them to do so that they stay running? Oftentimes, I'll just give my two cents here. (laughs) I – tell people that a great way to keep running is to mix things up, to diversify your training so that you can stay off boredom and keep things interesting. What do you think?
0: I mean, that's for sure. And if you're a Peloton member, then mixing up your instructors is also going to change it up, give you fresh perspective. You might, you know, hear something differently for the first time that's going to change something. But, you know, I I was actually not going to go there at all. And
1: I was going to say, make sure you have good shoes. Yes. Yes. Gear. So important. Like at first I was
0: like pretty like fashion oriented about it. And, you know, I'm not like sponsored or anything like that, but I'll just tell you, hokas are where it's at. That's for me. (laughs) I love a hoka. Personally for me. I mean, the impact is huge. I feel safe in my run. But yeah, so that, that was actually a, a big learning for me, switching up the times. So like doing a 20 minute run, a 30 minute run, going for, for longer amounts of time, you know, keeping it spicy in that way and you know look if you want to improve your run if you want to improve any any sort of endurance activity or you know cardiovascular type sport get stronger get stronger do your lateral work do your warm ups don't be sleeping on your warm ups don't not stretch and you know you've got to be doing the things that are going to support your goals so that you can feel safe like I want, I want our runners. I want anybody out there running to feel good in their body and running is ballistic. Okay. (laughs) It is, it is, it is a categorically ballistic activity and especially if you're running outside, you've got to take care of your joints. And the best way to do that is to make the
1: muscles around them stronger. So this is Jess on her (laughs) soapbox. (laughs) <laughs> honestly my goal for the rest of today is really just to use ballistic in a sentence in any way possible <laughs> you're welcome pa- pass it on pass it on you okay s- okay jazz tell me do you have any other hurting wisdom that you want to leave the hurdlers with when it comes to lacing up and getting out and enjoying it
0: oh <sighs> I would just say to all the hurdlers out there, no matter what your relationship to running is currently, it's going to evolve. And I long for you to just be in it. The highs, the lows, the cold weather, the days you feel great, the days you feel slow. Just know it's part of a whole journey. It's part of a complete experience. If there was any one way that anything should be, it would be that it is inclusive of all of it. Embrace it, be with it, and know that it's not gonna last forever. You're gonna get stronger, or things are gonna happen, but that you're always gonna have this foundation of coming home to your breath, of being in your body, and really, really deeply connecting with a powerful piece of yourself. The ability to run can save your life. The ability to run gives you agency in your body. You can trust yourself to move, to, to be agile, to get away from danger if you need to. So it's not a for negotiation whether or not you should run or it it's more of a commitment to just nurturing this relationship with yourself. Because once you make the decision to start running, I hope that you fall in love with it. And it maybe doesn't feel the greatest all the time, but that's part of the wholeness of, of the experience. And it can be really beautiful and very transformative.
1: I love that. I love that. I'm so (laughs) grateful for you, Jess. Thanks so much for your time today. How do the hurdlers keep up with you? How do they follow along with you? Give me the details. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure to talk about
0: it. I don't even know if I knew I felt that way about running. <laughs> and then you get her talking. Yeah. Please join me on my Instagram, NYC, And yeah, that's, you can keep up with all the things that I'm doing and promote my classes there. I give, you know, every now and again, I'll get this like intuitive insight and want to share something a little bit more vulnerable and personal and um sophia and i just started our own cooking show umami and i mean i hope y'all are having a good time watching it but we are certainly having a good time um
1: creating it so yeah you can follow along and follow along we will i'm over at hurdle podcast and at emily abadi another hurdle conquered catch you guys next time